On today's episode, we are going to take a look at AMD. They just reported earnings after hour and the company is down about 3%. So let's get started. The first thing we want to take a look at is just this company's stock performance. Right now, they just reported earnings. And like I mentioned, after hours, this company is down about 3%. This company has been fluctuating. It was as down as about 6% when I first started to look at it. But now let's compare this company to its all-time highs in February 2020 and let's see how far this company is. Compared to where the stock ended on today, April 28th, 2020, this company is down 5.76%. Then again, by that 3% that is down after hours. So probably somewhere around 6 to 7%. Okay, so now let's take a look at AMD's results for this previous, for this earnings. And this was for quarter one earnings of 2020. For quarter one, non-GAAP earnings per share were 18 cents. And that was in line. GAAP earnings per share were 14 cents. And again, that was also in line. Revenue for this company was $1.79 billion, which was up 40.9% compared to the same time last year. So that's some big growth right there. But again, that was in line of what analysts expected. All right, so in this article, we're going to take a look at the breakdown of AMD's revenue. So AMD's revenue is actually broken down by two different segments. The first segment is called computing and graphics revenue. So computing and graphics revenue, this is pretty much their CPUs, their GPUs, everything that goes into your into your computer, into your laptop. The second is enterprise embedded and semi-custom revenue. This one is a little bit different. It again includes chips, but these chips are the ones that go into like data centers and big servers. And then they also have the semi-custom, which are the chips that go into your video game systems. So I don't know if you guys know, but AMD are the chips that go into the PS4 and to the Xbox One. And they're also the ones that are going to go into the PS5 and the newer Xbox console. So now that we know the difference between those two segments, let's break. Let's see how the revenue is broken down. Computing and graphics revenue is up 73% year to year and it's down 13% quarter to quarter it makes up 1.44 billion of that 1.8 billion dollars so that's that's a huge portion of this company's revenue comes from that segment but again that segment gets broken down into two things into two parts it gets broken down into computing and it gets broken down into graphics so there's really two major products in there within that one sector the second sector like i mentioned was enterprise embedded and semi-custom and this one is down 21 percent year to year and 25 percent quarter to quarter and the main reason this one is down a bit is because right now we're in this part of the console gaming world where not many PS4s and Xbox Ones are being made. So for that, there has been a slowdown in there, but it has been offset by the increase of higher server chips, which is their Epic processor. So they're seeing a, a bigger increase in Epic processors, but a slower down in, in the gaming industry. And one thing is upcoming this holidays is when we're going to see an increase in this gaming semi-custom chips because that's when the new systems are going to come out. So I think in the next quarter or two, we're going to see a big jump in this enterprise embedded and semi-custom revenue segment. One thing I have noticed about semiconductor customers is they are a very cyclical type company. So certain quarters, they're doing really good and certain quarters are actually pretty slow. So for certain companies, I like to compare year to year and certain companies, I like to compare quarter to quarter. 
For AMD, Intel, MU, and NVIDIA, those are ones I like to compare year to year because like I said, these are very cyclical company. So even though we did see a down quarter to quarter, we did see a nice amount of growth year to year, especially in the computing and graphics segment. Next, for quarter one, adjusted gross margins was 46% compared to same time last year was 41%. And that's actually a pretty huge jump in gross margins. And that's something that I'm very happy to see. So at the end of the day, that means this company gets to keep more money. For quarter two, and this guidance, what AMD has given, I, I've been reading, and it's supposedly one of the major reasons that the company is down right now. For quarter two, AMD sees a revenue of $1.85 billion. The expected for next quarter is somewhere around $1.9 billion. So obviously this is a slowdown compared to, compared to what analysts expect. And this is what many are saying is driving that, that drop in price. AMD is also estimating a gross margin of 44%. That's actually, again, pretty close, pretty good numbers and pretty close to that 46 that they got in quarter one. And one thing to keep notice, usually when companies give some form of, of guidance, they kind of give it a little bit on the reserve side, on the conservative side. So in theory, we might be able to see some better numbers than these. At the end of the day, AMD guides for the physical year of 20 to see a revenue growth of 20 to 30%. So you can see why this is this is still considered a growth company. A 20 to 30% growth in revenue is pretty, pretty crazy. All right, so next I wanted to take a look at this company slideshow that they provided. We're not gonna go over the whole thing. I just, there's certain things that I liked out of it. I took a look at it already. And some of the informations were information that I provided to you earlier. But some of the uh, the one I'm gonna present is new information. So the main reason I'm pretty bullish in the semiconductor world, and again, one in AMD, maybe not at this current price. We'll talk about my evaluation in a bit. But I, as overall the business sector, I am pretty happy with semiconductors for two reasons, especially AMD, Intel, and Nvidia. One, a lot, all their all their items can be used in the data center world. This data center world is seeing such a huge increase with cloud, cloud enterprise and accelerated computing. These are the futures, the future that we can foreseeably see. So any company that I feel can help that future out, I feel like can do such strong returns in the upcoming years. That's why I'm pretty bullish on AMD. I'm pretty bullish on Nvidia and pretty bullish on Intel. And then again, same with those clouding and enterprise companies. I'm pretty bullish in Google and Microsoft because they are and Amazon, right? Maybe not right now at their current price, but overall the business segment is what I'm bullish in. Uh, just because I'm saying bullish does not mean I'm bullish on the price. I'm bullish as the business segment of a whole. So, right, Microsoft, Amazon, and Google are all into the cloud and enterprising world, which are seeing crazy growth right now. The second reason I like these, these companies is because I do foresee esports being one of the biggest gainers in the upcoming years. I've seen the trends of how esports continues to grow and grow and grow. And again, these companies are ones that provide a lot of the power for these computers. So uh, that's another reason why I just wanted to let you guys know the two major reasons I'm pretty happy with AMD, Intel, Nvidia, and Google, and Microsoft. All right, so now let's take a look at the financial results. This was again shared by us by AMD in their investors relations website. And I've only highlighted the things I haven't talked about. So now let's take a look at some more highlights 
first operating income for this company was 177 million compared to an operating income of 38 million dollars a year ago so we see that growth year to year this past quarter though this company provided 348 million dollars in operating income and even though i say i'm more of a year-to-year -year type of guy opposed to a quarter quarter seeing that big drop in operating income from 348 to down to 177 this quarter I, I i don't expect to see that kind of that kind of decline so that actually um it's not sitting well on my side and i can see one of the other reasons that this is down a bit more one thing they do say is operating income income did decline due to lower revenues and higher research and development expense so actually i had to jump back into this company's presentation and one thing i want to talk about is this company's enter the information they provided for the enterprise embedded and semi-custom segment like i mentioned this segment includes a lot of stuff that goes into data centers and data servers and even though this portion of the company probably makes up less than 30% of the total revenue, I think even much less than that, 348 of that 1.9. Let's just do the quick math real quick. 348 divided of 1. So less than 20% actually. So less than 20% of the total revenue comes from this segment. But this is the segment a lot of investors are actually looking at because of that data center. So I wanted to see how their Epic epic CPUs and our Radeon GPUs, which are the ones that go into, into the server segments are doing. And here they do mention that server unit shipments grew by double digits percent, um, double digit percentage compared to same time last quarter. Unfortunately, at the moment, AMD has not really given us information of how much server units they're shipping. They're pretty much just giving us these quarter to quarter values I'm not sure right now if they're doing it because the numbers are so small, but it's still impressive to see a double digit increase, increase in, by quarter to quarter. AMD also mentioned that Microsoft Azure, Google, and IBM announced new second gen AMD Epic processors offering, and they are seeing higher demand from cloud providers to accommodate working from home. And that's the big thing. One thing I did do Micron Technologies, one of the earlier earnings I did this year, and the first thing they mentioned, and which I think was pretty happy that I did their earnings, they mentioned that everybody right now, there has been a huge demand by the clouding providers, by the cloud providers. All right, so right now we're in this company's income statement. Here, the only, we pretty much talked about everything. We talked about revenue. We talked about their gross margins. The only one we really haven't talked about is research and development. And as a semiconductor company, and for most technology companies, I personally like to see an increase in research and development. When I see that, it means I'm seeing a growth in engineers in that in that in that corporation, and more projects are being built are being used to increase their technology. And as a comp as a technology company, the only way you can keep growing is if you keep growing your 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 technology IP. So for this quarter, this company had 442 million dollars in research and development unfortunately if you guys have seen my intel not my intel video this is a very small this is pocket change for what intel does intel has a huge amount of research and development but again this is not a versus video but just to keep in perspective um and this is compared to the same time last year where this company had 373 million dollars in research and development so we're seeing that increase year to year and just last quarter, this company had 395 million in research and development. Even just quarter to quarter, this company is using more of its money for research and development. And I'm actually pretty happy with that. And that's usually pretty weird because 
most investors don't like to see an increase in expense but that's one of the first one of the few expenses that i actually like to see an increase on but again just because it increases it doesn't mean the money is being used smartly sometimes it gets to a point where they just have too much money and they're just using different projects next let's take a look at this company's balance sheet and if you guys have seen my channel this is my favorite document to take a look at here i've only highlighted a few things because not much has changed but so i just want to give the overall the overall picture of this company's balance sheet let's take a look at total current assets this company total current assets compared to just a quarter ago so right now it's sitting at about 4.4 billion dollars of total current assets compared to 4.6 billion dollars of current assets just a quarter ago there hasn't been much change anywhere to really like really throw a red flag it has been 50 million here 50 million there 100 million there but no red flags to really to really pinpoint at anything the only thing i have highlighted from their current assets is cash and cash equivalents i just want to know how much this company has in cash it has about 1.33 billion dollars in cash and it has about 55 billion million dollars in marketable securities securities so close to 1.4 billion dollars in very easy cash total assets for this company are 5.86 billion dollars compared to 6.6.6 billion dollars a quarter ago again a decrease of about 150 million dollars most of it coming from that change in that total current assets everything here like i said has changed very little then nothing really throws a red flag and what I mean the red flag is just when I see a huge move in one asset to another, I start to look into that one more deeply. But if there's no real change to me, it's just normal operations. Next, let's take a look at this company's liability. Um, no big changes in total current liabilities. Total current liabilities always fluctuate just because depending on the expense of one quarter compared to another quarter. So I really much just want to take a look at long-term debt long-term debt last quarter was 486 million dollars this year was for this quarter was 488 million dollars an increase of two million dollars compared to last quarter and two million dollars only means increase only means one thing it's just interest being added on at the moment but one great thing is this company has about a one to three ratio of long-term debt to cash so this company has about three times more cash than it has long-term debt and i think that's really good that that shows that this is a company that can survive a bad time and that's usually what you like to see so finally let's take a look at this company's valuation so for december 2021 and if you guys have watched my channel i like to take a look at forward pe ratio two years from now for december 2021 this company is expected to make a dollar and 59 cents that would give this company a forward pe ratio of 35.44 like I mentioned, sometimes I might be bullish in the company, but this does not mean I'm bullish at the price. Right now, a 35, let's take a look with the drop, with this drop of $53. Let's say $53 divided by that, how much was it? 1.59 gives us a forward PE ratio of 33.33333333333333. You guys get the point. Um, to me that's still a little it's not crazy expensive um to be honest if i was opening a position and i was pretty bullish in amd that does not seem like crazily crazily overpriced right now i do have a nice amount of position on amd so with this current pe ratio it's not a position it's not at a point where i would want to buy in some more 
for me somewhere in the mid 20s high 20s would be a little more enticing for me but at the current forward pe ratio does not mean again this is for me it is different for every investor just because i think it might not be the best time to go now doesn't mean i'm right right it's just for me i don't feel comfortable going in this company can double can triple and quadruple in price like i said i'm very bullish in the business but sometimes I like to be patient and if I want to buy more in, I wait for better times. So this is not the time for me right now. But again, again, that does not mean the investment as a whole is good and the company can continue to go up and up. So this should never be taken as advice. So let me know what you guys thought about today's episode. Let me know how are you guys feeling about AMD? Were you guys happy for their earnings? For their earnings? Make sure to post on the comments and let me know. Take care, guys. Have a good night and see you next time.